Our sponsor today is Morning Egg Clips. Morning Egg Clips is America's number one daily egg news service, designed to be a quick and easy read. It will help you stay up to date on the important headlines in both local and national agriculture every business morning. You can go to their website at www.morningeggclips.com to sign up or peruse the headlines. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Your Morning Egg Clips will help to keep you in the know. Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. I am so excited for my conversation today. My guest is a graduate of Kansas State University. From 2013 to 18, he served as the CEO of U.S. Farmers and Ranchers Alliance. He has nearly 30 years of experience ranging from food, healthcare, agriculture, and biotechnology. He's given more than 500 speeches to ag, media, and consumer audiences, and he was the executive producer for the groundbreaking documentary Farmland. And now he's leading the way at AgWiki. As the CEO of the startup uh, social platform, concentrating on solving global food production challenges, I'd like to welcome Randy Kratz. Welcome, Randy. Thank you thank, so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate that that introduction. I, it's probably creeped well past thirty years now, though. That's the that's the <laughs> been in agriculture a long time now. Wow. So, do you have a farming background uh, in addition to all these other credentials? Sure. I I actually. Um, Grew up on a on a very active crop and livestock farm in north central Kansas, a little town called Cuba. Cuba, Kansas was our actual address um, up on the Nebraska border. And uh, so a lot of, of crop rotation and at that point, a lot of alfalfa for cattle and different things. But um, I went to Kansas State and uh, pretty much tried to stay as engaged as I could in the, in our farm. Uh, and always did to some degree uh, with my dad. Uh, if not from a labor standpoint, we, we were able to have a lot of conversations over the years. And uh, and then here recently, um, and not too recently, but a couple of years back, um, I lost my father. So now um, kind of in the, uh, when you think of how we manage things today and virtual uh, meetings and everything else, I pretty, I'm, I'm seven hours from our family farm and um, I'm, in it with my brother and sister, but I I kind of run the farm day to day, um, and we have a custom farm, so it's it's kind of interesting to be. I'm more involved now than I've ever been in it, and uh, and in a very interesting time for agriculture, particularly as as uh, commodity prices are doing what they're doing and costs are are uh, seeming to skyrocket on most fronts. It's been uh, an interesting year for to to run the farm remotely. I bet, to say the least. <laughs> and uh, so what is AgWiki? Where did the idea come from? So uh, the original founder is a gentleman uh, in Perryville, Missouri, south of St. Louis, John LaRose Jr. And it actually came out of um, conventions that his company and his father's company ran or still runs relative to bringing together um, academics and farmers to come together once a year and give presentations and share information around everything, conservation, cotton, rice, soybeans, corn, uh, primarily in the southern half of the U.S., uh, but it's a great experience. It's, you know, 1,500 of the smartest people in agriculture come together and, and talk about what's new. Conservation has always been a key element of that convention or a conference, and John just had the idea of, can we take this and and move it online and can it be global? 
because a lot of times uh, they had people come in from all over the world to give these presentations and graduate students and, and doctorates. And, uh, and so I think that's, that's where the idea came from for him. And uh, um, we, I came in a couple of years back and uh, um, with some marketing ideas around the company and, and how to really launch it and, and go to an app based um, PC and app based uh, uh, product. And it's really, you know, our, our, our motto or our slogan is solving the world's food problems socially. In reality, what we're trying to do is get people from all over the world to come together and share information, whether you're an agronomist, whether you're perhaps a nutrition, nutritionist for livestock or, you know, a, a, diet, a, a dietitian in, in the human consumption to get together and talk about how we grow and raise food and how we can do it better, how we can face the challenges with the environment, how we can evolve um, with consumers and where the consumer mindset is today, which is a huge challenge for, for farmers. You know, I was just reading today that of all the land in the, in the United States, it's, it's 1% organic. You know, you wouldn't know that if you, by the chatter that's around that type of production practice. Um, and, you know, farmers want to give consumers, you know, what they want. And, and I think um, around the globe, the evolution of how we grow and raise food comes from farmers, maybe sometimes from feedback from consumers or even activists, right? So the, the idea is to simply get farmers talking to one another and sharing information. And, you know, we might know how to control a disease in wheat in Kansas that other parts of the world don't know. Uh, sometimes it's with a fungicide, sometimes it's with crop rotation um, or how you treat your soil. And we just want to be the place where people go to find that type of information. You know, the, the amazing thing always is if we have a million and a half farmers in the United States, there's there's 570 million farmers on the planet. Wow. And, that, and I know that's a huge number. And when you... Yeah. When you think about who we're chasing, is we're chasing that larger number. That's mm -hmm. who we're trying, you know, and of course, we'll never get to that number. But if we can get several million people coming together in a social platform to share information and talk about issues, uh, we think agriculture will be better for it. Yeah, I agree. I, I started an EggWiki account, and uh, I have to admit, I totally went down the rabbit hole. There is so much interesting information, and it's so well laid out. So who is the typical user and what roles are they coming from? Are they all producers? They're not all producers. We do have um, some university researchers, agronomists um, from the Western part of the United States. We have farmers from now 21 countries wow. that, are, that are on AgWiki. And, and so um, most of the conversations that, that get started between users uh, usually starts with an agronomist of some sort kind of teeing up. Um, a topic, you know, there's an area, the neat thing about AgWiki is you can go in, there's a news feed and you can select what topics you want to follow in your news feed and, and what you want to hit. And then it's a quick scan through that. If you want to share your own information, you can, if you want to move over to a group and discuss any number of topics, there's those groups already exist and you can start one. If you're a commodity group um, and you want to start your own group, you can, it can be private completely private. We, we can't even see it. And um, you can also create something that's very public. So there, there's so many choices that 
the you know the future looks good for us and what we're trying to launch next and what we're trying to offer to people um but it's it's really just a matter of you know Chrissy, when you talk to to young people um they get really excited about a tool like this and yeah. and maybe as as agriculture uh, or agriculturalists in the United States and we think of how much information we have available to us there's a lot of places to get it but there's not really those places where it's just peer to peer or experts talking to you and only about agriculture, only about production. And we also want backyard gardeners involved in this. Mm-hmm. We have a whole section on gardening, um, a lot of information around animal production. Some of the information comes in through actual feeds um, that we create or that you know we're involved with and they, and they come into AgWiki. And a lot of the information is just posted by individuals. That's great. And how many different countries are your users from now? Actually, um, so I think 21 would catch that. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, the vast majority are actually U.S., Africa, and South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to change that every chance we get. And it's truly still, um, it's still in its infancy from a standpoint of, of people knowing what it is. Our branding efforts around it are very dependent on our ability to raise money. Right now, we're still mm-hmm. in an investment mode with AgWiki. Um, we, we, it's, it's free to get on AgWiki right now. At some point, that will modify slightly. It's never going to be expensive to be, to be part of this group. But at some point, from a revenue standpoint, and we, we are a, a for-profit company, we're a Delaware C-Corp, company at some point we'll need to uh to modify that to where we're not only gathering some advertising dollars but but more than that to probably some sort of small monthly fee from users and the goal is to be um very very cognizant of people's privacy right and uh, um you know we <clears throat> we watch every piece of news around the other social media platforms and there's a lot of it mm-hmm. uh and try to make sure that we're that we're walking down the right path and how we guard uh, access to the information and, and what we make available to uh, uh, to people. Yeah, and like you touched on earlier, there uh, it's forum style discussions and different groups. What topics are you seeing being covered? <laughs> it's it's interesting. I was going to say that hemp is probably one of our most active topics. Oh wow! And that really got started a year or so ago as people were looking at whether or not that should fit into their production programs, right? And particularly in the, in the Eastern part of the U S or Southeastern part of the U S but uh, um, a lot, a lot of uh, right now, a lot of commodity pricing, there was a, obviously a peak around COVID uh, mm-hmm. and there still is, there's a lot of conversation in, in, the, in the groups um, around um, how to address that, how it, how it impacts uh, but, uh, their individual farms. But I would say more than anything right now, it's around cost of production. Um, sense, it, yeah. it's, that, it's that simple. It's, it's something that's ever present as we go into, you know, here in this part of the, I'm in St. Louis. So certainly planting, corn planting is well underway. Mm-hmm. Um, really even north of me at this point, but certainly south of me, it's a lot of it's already done. So, um, you know, it's it was on people's minds around the, how much, how big the check was going to be for fertilizer issue and seed as far mm-hmm. as I get. Well, there's a lot of conversation about that on AgWiki as well. 
Oh, that's good. And I uh, was talking to John LaRose a couple of weeks ago and he was saying about how, you know, a farmer in Kenya can come on and say, I'm having these troubles and, and people can, can help and put in their, their share their ideas and their experiences. So it appears that AgWiki is like a board of directors for a producer, you know, this, this great place to share ideas. And, and was that the overall goal? Well, it's an interesting analogy. I haven't thought of it from that perspective, but it certainly is a place where you can get some guidance. I mean, I, I remember mm-hmm. uh, some time back, a farmer in Brazil was uh, was tearing up some uh, some natural grassland and deep plowing it, and um, and he posted a picture of what he was doing, and it really got a lot of feedback. It got a lot of conversation going around conservation and a lot of input. I don't know if it changed that particular farmer's approach to, to what they were doing, but mm-hmm. I think it gave some insight that there's other alternatives um, to, to, you know, moving into the area of needing to farm natural grassland and, and whether or not you make the soil vulnerable to wind and, and water um, erosion, I think. And so, yeah, there's a lot of that. I love the livestock conversations um, as much as anything. And I love sharing, I share a lot of, of uh, content online regarding hogs and just mm-hmm. because of my background and, and, uh, and I can see how many people go to that, you know, view that content. And it's very interesting that, to be able to, uh, to, sh- to, to, to look closely at what interests farmers demographically and geographically across the yeah. United States or across yeah, the world. Excuse me. Yeah, that's amazing. And so what are some of the other goals that you have? So, <sighs> You know, the, and not to dwell on it all, it's not why I'm here, but, you know, we are in a, we are in a crowdfunding site right now uh, that's very much like a, a soft launch of the company from a, from a public perspective, the, the, uh, what you have to go through from sharing your books and, you know, it's, it's SEC um, oversight on all these things. So, so we've, um, so we're out there right now talking to people about investing in AgWiki. We just started a second round of doing that. So that's an opportunity for anybody and everybody to own to own stock in the company. Um, if if anybody wants to make an investment, more than that is to continue to make the tool valuable to farmers, and then the rest of it comes naturally, right? And probably a, a critical next step for us is specifically around um, education content and being able to have classroom settings online um, to where we can, you know, around the world talk around uh, certain issues. You know, GMOs still, even today, GMOs get a lot of uh, conversation, even though farmers in the U.S. may be well down that path, farmers in other parts of the world aren't. So it'd be great to create those conversations um, you know, in a classroom setting and, and get to where people can uh, can look at the videos. I think right now there's, I'm going to say 250 videos out there uh, mm-hmm. where you can go and look at um, raising rice and conservation and, and uh, all these different categories and buckets of information um, around how to uh, grow and raise crops. And um, that's what we want to continue to expand. And we, we want that to, come from other countries, not right. just come from the United States. Wow. And and what's coming down the pipe? What can we look forward to as well, you grow? Um, 
I mean, hopefully a much more public image of the company. You know, that I, I would say that that we have not yet, um, you know, it's kind of a stealth launch of the company still, mm-hmm. even though we're out there in some social media corners, we, uh, we still don't put a lot of money behind, um, you know, promoting the company at this point in time. There's a couple of things we still want to get done before we do that, but, but we certainly don't hold back either um, in most cases. But the, the biggest thing is just to, I think, in the future is to improve our education platform, uh, grow users, um, and, and gain some more investment dollars to where we can become a actual, you know, we're pre-profit right now. We're pre-revenue, I should say. Mm-hmm. And we'd, like, we'd certainly like to get in a situation where we're a revenue company. We want to do that all based on doing the right thing for agriculture as a whole and never get caught up in, you know, the, the, the aspects of that you can so easily get caught up when you have a social media company. We, we want this to be about connecting people and bettering the world, growing more food with less harm to the planet and, and further understanding consumers and what they want from farmers as far as how we grow and raise our food. That's really inspiring. And uh, can anyone start an account? You can. Right now, they're still free. So nice. you, know, you, can yeah. go on, you can go on site just like you did and start an account and select the topics that you want to cover. It's very quick, very easy. And then when you do start an account and you see our content online, it's very easy just to bounce, bounce over to it if you see it in a social space. So that way, it's, it's much easier to, to roll right over to AgWiki and, and comment on that content or share your own content or whatever you might want to do. That's so amazing. It, you know, it's a combination, Chrissy, of it really, and, I, and I, I'm not always comfortable with making these analogies. It's a little like LinkedIn. It's mm-hmm. a little like Facebook, but we have very much tried to make it its own identity uh, mm-hmm. with, with some very unique features that we talked some about today. Um, but really just the, the goal of getting peer-to-peer, farmers-to-farmers. You know, I've, mm-hmm. in my, my career, I've, I've had um, a lot of the time has been focused on bringing consumers and farmers together so that consumers understand better what's going on on the farm. That's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. And when I reflect on the last 30 years, the, the conversations that farmers enjoy more than any others is talking to another farmer. Yeah. We used to, we used to move farmers from um, Alabama to California. You know, we'd have farmers switch places. I was, I, I started in the, in the cotton business and, and we had a program where we, we moved one farmer, you know, just for a week to, to go out to another farmer. Um, farm in another part of the country and that's that's a great experience for them they very much enjoy it and uh, even today you know when you when you put a group of farmers in a room they migrate to each other and Mm -hmm. uh, that's what that's what we're trying to do yeah that's really cool and are you still looking for investors we are actually yeah Yeah. you can you can go to uh, fundify.com backslash agwiki and make uh, um, you know, make an investment, um, and, uh, and that gets you stock and, and you have a position in the company. That's great. And, um, is there an app or is it PC based right now? So it's a, it's a great question. You know, uh, being PC based, uh, is pretty common today. And we are, mm-hmm. we also, um, we launched apps with it initially. We will again, Mm-hmm. Um, and not to get in too much detail at all, but maintaining an app with the rules 
that exist as you're starting up a company and you're evolving your your um, the IT part of your site all the time, keeping apps up to date and having them reviewed every time you make a change. Um, so we're probably a little, you can still get to it via an app uh, for mm -hmm. just AgWiki, but um, we'll probably have that on pause for another few months before we go back and, and relaunch apps that we hope are kind of finished at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that it's pretty tough to get, yes. keep up with all of their crazy rules. There are so many. Mm -hmm. but, um, both Google and Apple. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of rules. Yeah, for sure. So in your opinion, what do you think are the biggest challenges that we're facing today when it comes to food security? Well, um, so I would say, you know, my concern is particularly, you know, heightened because of the pandemic and um, heightened because of the war and all the things that we're going through. I, I read the other day where 15% of our wheat on the globe comes from Ukraine and Russia. Um, and, you know, where that's where that's going to head for the next 12 or 24 months is, I think, pretty hard to predict. Yeah. So I would say as a whole, continuing to move food around the globe, um, I, you know, I don't hear or read a lot um, in other world areas where it has changed significantly, but we've certainly seen it here in North America. I, I just saw a store in North Dakota, a grocery store in North Dakota uh, online the other day that uh, the, the shelves were nearly bare. So, you know, getting food to the right place I think is important. I think also um, I want I want consumers to understand that buying local is great, and we're all for that. But it it shouldn't circumvent, you know, going your the food that you buy in the grocery store. It's still very healthy food. It's safe, and um, and oftentimes more affordable, perhaps. So I, I I don't want people to step away from that in order to. Um, you know, try to seek out organic or non-GMO or whatever it might be. Uh, again, buy local. Those kinds of businesses are fantastic. But um, I think that we need to face up to the fact that food security is coming with all sorts of faces right now mm -hmm. and coming at us in many different ways. And uh, we need to be prepared for it. And um, I don't know where the future is going to go with it, but I, I certainly I don't see the challenges um in other world areas right now, other than what they normally deal with, right? I haven't seen a heightening, but certainly global trade and uh, is is at the top of everybody's mind and, and the impacts that it's having on our on our shelves, on our automobiles, on our tractors, and the availability of chips and all of that kind of stuff. So I think food security weaves into all of that. Yeah, those are some great points for sure. And and what opportunities do you see? moving forward that we should be paying attention to? Well, for us, you know, because of what, what I do, I probably look at more ag news than most people uh, in, in, in a broad scale of agricultural news around the globe. Um, technology is, I think farmers need to stay very attuned uh, to what their investments are in technology, what their um what they're spending to get technology today versus what will be available tomorrow. Um, and and I, I just, I see uh, the incredible change that it can make and how we manage our farm. And people need to know very, very clearly that, you know, we're in a world area that 
that has access to that, that most of the world doesn't. Not all, but most of the world doesn't. So, um, you know, I, I think just as a globe, stay to tune with technology and how it can impact us and how it will improve our food production system and grow healthier and safer food. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And one last question for you before we wrap up. What is your passion? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Um, well, most of the time my dog, actually. <laughs> but um, I, I think generally speaking, um, I'm still tied back to the farm yeah. in that regard. So, um, you know, just like most agriculturalists, wherever you are, um, you know, you're always curious about what's going on with everybody else, uh, what the weather is around the world. My passion is is very directly related to be a farmer advocate, and it always has been. Mm-hmm. And now I have a little bit different approach to it because it's more peer-to-peer than it's been trying to to deal as a lobbyist or or deal with consumers. Now I'm just trying to use that passion that's a lifelong passion to bring to bring farmers together. You know, my dad was was born in 1931 and could always remember, always talked about his first couple of crops were harvested and planted with horses uh, that he recalls, not that he did, but he recalls. And, and, you know, one of the last things that he did on our farm was drive a tractor that he didn't need to steer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that evolution um, was gigantic for him. And in his portrayal, portrayal, uh, his his portrayal of agriculture in my entire life is what created that passion. And I think wow. it's that way for a lot of people. I went down, it's that way for you. I mean, what our what our parents put in front of us created a, a passion and how we feel about food creates a passion. And, um, and that's why I want to be a part of agriculture and probably will be till the last day I walk the earth. Yeah, that's amazing. Yep. Thank you so much for joining me today. What a great discussion. I'm really excited for the future of AgWiki. Thank you. I, I, AgWiki appreciates the opportunity to, to talk to you and your viewers. We're, uh, we're excited about the future. We really are. That's awesome. And thanks to all who are watching or listening. If you want to learn more, the links are provided in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to North American Ag Spotlight on YouTube, Rumble, AgFuse, Telegram, Getter, channels and podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts and have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to today's Egg Spotlight episode, where we put the spotlight on people and companies doing great things for the agricultural industry. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on YouTube and Rumble to see the video version of Ag Spotlight. Also, head on over to NorthAmericanAg.com to subscribe to our Industry Connect update newsletter. If you're interested in advertising opportunities, email us at connect at NorthAmericanAg.com. Thanks for listening. newest podcast by North American Ag is called What Color Is Your Tractor? The stories behind the ag brands you love and the ag brands you love to hate. Hosted by me, Chrissy Wozniak. We take a deep dive into the companies that have built modern agriculture. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Go to whatcolorisyourtractor.com 
Available on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy, you can bid with confidence. No buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit Fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar. That's NorthAmericanAg.com slash Fastline hyphen webinar to register now.